0: Hey what up famo, here with your boy Sean, you probably know me from nowhere, but you're here now listening to my show, so I hope you're ready for another episode of Shoot the Shit, the show where we have guest speakers from the advertising industry giving us their insights based on some questions put together by yours truly. In this episode, we have Rory McRobert, creative director and infamous whistleblower, and you'll be shooting the shit with us on episode two, season one. Also, everything on the show is purely the person's opinion and there's no right or wrong way to do things. But it does help having someone with a shit tonne of experience to share their valuable insights. So without further ado, let's fucking kick it. Question one, how did you progress from a senior creative to ACD or CD? Uh, How did it happen and, and what exactly happened?
1: I progressed um, I was probably about 6-7 years into my career and I went to, a, to an agency that was trying to start an activation sort of department um, which at the time was kind of the new thing um, and I was the only copywriter with 6-7 or seven different art so I worked really hard for about another 6 years um, not just at that agency but in the same sort of team and I think as a result I kind of sort of Prove my worth and sort of uh, was given more responsibility and more uh, access to sort of higher higher uh, level jobs. Um, yeah, so I think I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't ACD at any point, I went from being senior writer to CD.
0: Question two uh, In your opinion, are awards and award shows still relevant? Cool, so until recently,
1: I didn't think they were. I mean, when I was when I was younger, I had a lot of uh, emphasis on them. I thought they were quite, you know, like they, they sort of set the benchmark for the, in, for the industry. But the more I sort of did this work, the more I realized they weren't really equating to good awards equals good advertising. Um, and then I went to a talk where Grant Satole um, changed my mind. And he basically said that awards are We should treat awards like the fashion industry uh, treats haute couture. It's not reality, it's not what people are going to wear on the streets, but it's a horizon to aim at, and the more you aim at that horizon, the better your work today will be, and it pushes it forward. I was like, that's actually, that's a great analogy, I still don't think awards Advertising awards are linking to advertising. I think advertising awards are linking to creativity. Um, you know, so like the more creative your you, you, you ad, the more you're being awarded as opposed to the more effective your ad, the more you're being awarded. But um, I do like the more mature approach.
0: Question three, what are the things that you look for when selecting creatives to join your team?
1: Um, the willingness to work for free is normally first thing I look for Um, and someone that really hasn't got an established personal life so if you do it over time it's great no let me do it again (laughs) so JK completely completely JK no like I I think and it's quite hard to to sort of put um, put it into words it's fairly intangible but you can see when someone understands what they have to achieve in advertising Creatively and in a marketing sense, um, you can see when someone doesn't get it. Um, you know, so I think the ability to look at a brief, understand what the purpose of the brief is, understand how to make that um, appealing, whether it's in a creative way, art direction way, copy way, musically, whatever, make it appealing to consumers, to the viewers, to whoever has to engage with it. Um, and I think if the person shows that, you can always help them up and over time sort of, you know, if they need to be upskilled, you can train them up. Um, It's when someone has, someone shows no understanding of what they need to be doing, that you actually can't really work with that.
0: Question four, how do you personally overcome your creative insecurities?
1: Yeah, man, that's a tough question. I'm going to say that I think every creative person is excessively insecure. Especially when it comes to your work. Every time I do stuff, and I look at it, I can see all the flaws, and people who have never seen it before like it, hopefully, but they 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 see nothing of you know of those flaws. So I think your best thing to do is just to do it. And if someone doesn't like it, they don't like it. And if some people love it, you won't know until you do it. So you know, like. Get it done rather than get it perfect, man.
0: Question five, in your opinion, what's the difference between a good and great creative?
1: A good creative is someone that can do what is expected in the time that is expected, in the quality that is expected. A great creative is someone who understands how <laughs> It's so intangible man who understands how to make it better um, And what needs to go into what needs to be achieved to do it, you know, so um, yeah, yeah, This is let me start this again because this is actually a hard question So I have to think about this for a second cool, so My girlfriend and I were, were chatting about this the other day she, she works at AAA and she came from Tux when she, when she studied. Um, and the, what's it the regime of the Tux students was quite, not militaristic, but it was hardcore. Um, they basically just entrenched themselves in the life of being creative for four solid years they they that their life was broken up into pieces of illustration and topography and typesetting and color matching and you name it i mean that like deeply deeply immersed but i think what it is is they took on that world entirely it wasn't just something that they did to please their mom or to please their dad or to get a job it's something that they, that they wanted to do with their heart and the outcome the quality even the worst students of those class of that class is phenomenal like i think i think like, fully engaging in what the, what, in what you want to do creatively and living for it it sounds idealistic but if you want to be great it's what you have to do and so i suppose it works for everything if you want to be a musician you have to live for music if you want to be a painter you have to live for paint and the colors and the canvas same goes for this
0: question six what are some of the steps that a person can do to become a creative director or ecd
1: steps isn't like progress i think you want to the first thing you have to do is accept that your job role is going to change your level of responsibility is going to change and that means your general life outside of work also has to change because you can't be going partying till 4 in the morning every night and then try and be responsible, look presentable, have time to leave you the next day in the boardroom at 8pm, 8 8am. 8 um, so that's the first step. Is you fully have to like, understand the, the level of what you're getting into and it's not about you anymore, it's now also about the business, it's about the people under you, it's about the people that have to try and respect you, it's the people that you have to try and convince to buy the work, about the people whose money you are going to be spending to make the work um, so I think step one is to understand take a step back from 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 where you are and try and see the bigger picture um, so that's the general mindset thing uh, responsibility and mindset step two is I think you need to uh, open your 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 influence channels to more than to what you do so even if you're if you're an art director or a writer, try and find inspiration in the general news. Try and find, you know, like, like every day, try and find people who are doing great things around the world, the country, um, sort of find inspiration in things that maybe not, are not necessarily in your interest group, but at the right time, it'll come in handy in ways that you'll never expect. So that's a good one. And don't stop doing work. Because there's nothing worse than CDs and ECDs that kind of sit on a high and direct but actually don't do any work because I think over time you lose touch of what their work actually entails.
0: Question seven. Do you feel that you can have a good work-life balance in advertising?
1: You can, at the expense of something else, I've realized. Um, do I believe you can win Can gold every year And have a good life balance work-life balance? I don't think that's possible I think the amount of time you need to spend Crafting the work you know, Like people like Agencies aren't willing to pay for that kind of time um, I think you can Get much better at making good advertising Quicker So you can get Your 80% of your job done in, you know like like 80% of your job requirements you can you can get done faster better systems understanding the brief better understanding your team better accepting when you start the work everyone accepting when you start the work that you'll be finished by Thursday and you work to, to the time you don't work to trying to make this much work and that much time so I think I think as a profession you can definitely have a good life balance if you want to be extraordinary Creatively speaking, that's a different challenge.
0: Right, question eight. Do you think that a good work-life balance compromises uh, creative integrity?
1: I think the notion of the tortured artist is a fallacy. And I think a lot of creative people, you know, want to be like the artist, but actually want to be corporate and work in advertising. Um, so no. I think some of the best creative ECDs out there in the world at the moment are people that I've met that have a fantastic life balance, with a great family life, and they see their their wives a lot, or their husbands a lot, Um, so I don't think having a work-life balance can influence that. You just have to make space for it. Okay,
0: question nine. How do you develop your creative eye?
1: I listen the internet helped a lot in, in a lot of exposure sort of in, in exposing you to different things and i try and fully dive into that so you know i'm not a big i'm not a big basketball person I'm not a big sport person in general but i try you know like i follow a lot of basketball channels or new sites because the cultures that it brings through in sort of in, in, in the way they're portrayed and in the language they use, um, I find very interesting because you know I think it's in, in the next few years going to become a very predominant pop culture within the within the world. Um, but that's just one example. Like I think I think my strategy is to is to find things that are not necessarily relevant to me, but also relevant to more people, and then expose myself to that as much as possible on a daily basis. Um, and then try and apply it into stuff that i'm doing on a daily basis
0: okay last question question 10 knowing what you know now collectively what advice would you give yourself when you were just starting out
1: that's a great question because that's something i've thought about a lot number one stand up for yourself from the fucking get-go like mm, Makes me angry the amount of times I stay quiet or didn't didn't fight for my time or for my energy or for my, or for my work because I thought there were more important things out there like that person's opinion or my or my place in the room. You no, stand up for fucking who you are. If you believe that, if you think red is the answer, fight for red. If you lose the fight, at least it didn't happen passively. You know, like if you know if things don't work out well, you can at least think to yourself, "Well, I definitely fought for that." Um, That goes creative. That goes for the sort of creative side. It goes for the business side as well. Don't let fucking agencies fuck you over. Like they have this way of just like taking your time and your money and your energy for free for decades, for decades from the get go. Stand up for your time. Stand up for your energy don't know, for your money like that's the only way to do it man is there anything else in that question i feel like i stuck to that. it
0: okay all right all right all right that's a wrap on this episode thanks for listening while we shoot the shit if you hate this show or are really digging the show leave a review or if you're lonely as fuck tell me what's on your mind and if you want to get your crummy hands on some other delicious content check out It's super easy, it's my name. So shauntele com, And connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, whatever, just search my name. And uh, speaking of YouTube, a video version of this show will be uploaded on YouTube. So go check that out, like, subscribe, hit that bell, link in bio, all that shit. And don't forget to join us For the next episode of Shoot the Shit, peace out.